Bottom Line Podcast. What's going on? This is the Bottom Line Podcast presented by Anchor.fm, your home for sports and entertainment talk. Jimmy Finizzi, Newville Piano, Austin Myers with you. We hope you're doing well. As always, thank you so much for taking some time out of you today to take a listen. We truly appreciate it. You already know what it is. Hit us up on all social media at Bottom Line WMCX. That means Twitter, Facebook. And yes, I have resurrected the Bottom Line Facebook page. It is back it is up and running. Go follow the Facebook page, facebook.com slash bottom line. Don't forget the Reddit. Wait, what's that, Austin? Don't forget the Reddit. <laughs> oh, yes. Austin made us a Reddit as well. So if you're interested, go follow us on Reddit, the Bottom Line Podcast. Austin will, I'm sure, will share the link on social media for you. But in any case, be sure to follow these guys as well. Follow Neil on social media at the MVP Show on Twitter and on Instagram at MVPQB11. And also Austin as well at the Mr. Taco BLP, both on Twitter and Instagram. Gentlemen, how the heck are we doing today? I mean, ask Austin first, because, you know, <laughs> you know, I, I'd like to know how he's doing right now. What's good with you, Austin? It's another day. <laughs> I know exactly why you're saying that, but Neil, how are you, man? Well, I'm just happy that once again, Vegas choked. Um, it sucks to suck. Um, Welcome yeah, you know a lot end. about sucking, don't you, Neil? Yeah, I do. Oh I gosh. do. But you know what? At least I admit it. At mm. least I admit it. And you know what? Mm. You know what else? At least I didn't get a, a championship team presented to me and still didn't find a way to win. So I'll look at that as well. Um, oh, okay. by the way, I'm so glad that, uh, you know, of all the places to put a hockey team, Vegas, who definitely knows about taking gambles, uh, has taken several gambles and, of course, hasn't worked out. Um, welcome to the NHL, Vegas. Enjoy, continue to enjoy uh, the success because once you hit rock bottom, it's going to take you a while to get back up. Just and let you know that. And it, and it ain't going to be pretty either. <laughs> no. And to be, you, 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 that, that, to be honest with you, that organization deserves it because they've been handed every single thing that one could answer. A franchise goaltender, franchise scoring players were able to somehow rig the system so that they can sign the top defenseman in the free agency market for maxed value in a flat cap era. Mm. And they still couldn't get it done. And for them to lose in the third round to an Eastern conference inferior Montreal Canadiens team who have not even been to the cup finals since 1993 is just hilarious to me. So, and and, and might I I add, and might I I add so much pleasure in seeing Vegas continuing, continuing to shit bricks. Awesome. <laughs> and might I add a Canadian oh, team by the that way. barely squeaked into the playoffs. Got this. And there you go. If, if, if you're not watching on YouTube, Neil and Austin are sporting the Stanley Cup Finals. Meanwhile, I'm sporting the team that didn't even make the damn playoffs. But you know what? I don't care. It's a hockey shirt. I'm proud of it. We're talking hockey. So let's get right into it. But before we go any further, oh, well, we're talking hockey. Subscribe. I thought today was the Motorsports episode. I I put the Viagra flag up for a reason. Wrong podcast, Austin. But anyway, before we go, before we go any further, make sure you subscribe on all audio listening platforms as well as on YouTube. Just include Jimmy when searching for this podcast. And on YouTube, click that notification bell so you do not miss a single video that is uploaded every single week. So we have our matchup, ladies and gentlemen. And it's probably one that 
you didn't expect. Well, maybe one team. Uh, the I Tampa mean, Bay yeah, Lightning. Team, probably. Well, yeah, one, one, one team. team. The yeah. Tampa Bay Lightning, who are trying to repeat as cup champions, and the Montreal Canadiens, who, as Neil said, have not even sniffed a cup final, let alone a Stanley Cup since 1993. And this is also the first time a Canadian team has been to a cup final in 10 years when it was who? The Vancouver Canucks against the Boston Bruins. And what happened? The Boston Bruins won the Stanley Cup. But Vancouver was a special team that year. It's a shame they didn't win at all. But you know what? Hey, Boston was the more superior team. I got nothing more to say there. But it's the first time a Canadian team is in the cup final in 10 years, which is very, very exciting for that country. But I got to be honest, gentlemen. I love, love these finals. Absolutely love them. We were talking about this a little bit off the air before we started recording this episode, as we are recording this on June 28th, 2021, the day in which the cup finals start, which is tonight at 8 p.m. Eastern time on NBCSN before they move over to TNT and ESPN. You know, the, uh, the, the big boys, they're moving up in the world. But anyway, but I love these finals for a couple of reasons. Number one, like I mentioned before, first time a Canadian team has been in the finals in a quite a while in 10 years, and the Montreal Canadiens, last time they won a Stanley Cup was 1993 when Patrick Waugh was their goaltender. So, and this Canadiens team, by the yeah, way. Yeah, the third best goaltender in NHL history. Yes, Neil, you are right. Patrick Waugh, one of the best of all time. Absolutely no question about it. But he's not the best. Well, no, he's not. But one he's of not them, the best. But he's not the best. No, but he's what not. What Carey Price has done this year, holy crap, he is something special. He's 36, I might add, Okay. This yep. is probably one of the and best. This is probably one of the best goaltender performances that we have seen in these playoffs. One of them, because there have been plenty of other great goaltending. Performances. I carry Price. No, it's Harry probably Price the best. Is just something to behold here. I carry uh, Price. Time to shit the bed like you usually do. God, Austin. But anyway, well, well you're here. You, these are words of a very salty Vegas Golden Knights fan. Yeah, so, I mean, I was, it's, I was just gonna say, you know, <laughs> you, know you know what, Austin, go join the, the Jets and the Maple Leafs in your sorrow. Oh, <laughs> ouch. Anyway, I cried double now. I cried double more now. <laughs> Before more fire was thrown. But yes, I like it because the Canadians, who barely squeaked into the playoffs, by the way, now mm-hmm. they're here. If they don't win at all, I mean, my goodness. I mean, what, what the hell are we going to be saying about this team? But we'll get to that. That, they're, that they're an up-and-coming team and the best is yet to come. That's what we're going to be saying that about Montreal. True. You have that to understand true. that, like, Three years ago, Montreal was not that good. They had just traded away P.K. Subban. Nobody really knew where exactly they were going. Everybody wanted Mark Bergevin fired. And Mm. then over the last couple of years, he has been able to build a team that for once doesn't have to rely 99.9% of the time on Carey Price. Now, you're right. You can make the argument that Carey Price has had plenty of games in this postseason where he was – the biggest reason that they won there is no question about it right but there have been plenty of moments where there are other guys in this team that have stepped up aka cole caulfield who came to the nhl (laughs) very similarly to how kale mccarr came in when he was a rookie came right in his first two games in the nhl both of them overtime game winning goals and he has not looked back ever since he has been on fire he's been doing tremendously but the number one guy and I know that obviously uh, Austin's not going to want to hear this, 
but is a player that the Golden Knights just so happened to Nick trade Suzuki. away. Nick Suzuki. Nick Suzuki. Nick yep. Suzuki. And by the way, don't we find it absolutely delicious that Max Pacioretty, who has never been in the cup final uh, and never really gotten close, got eliminated by his own team yep. in the, in the, fun, in, in the yep. playoffs. I mean, I find it absolutely delicious. You'll, and you'll Nick, Suzuki, <laughs> Nick Suzuki is a phenomenal player. And oh, it's is. incredible to see what he's been doing. And you look at some other guys, Josh Anderson, who we all criticized for the contract, that Montreal game, I thought it was ludicrous considering he's an injury prone player. I said, Jesus, my, you know, Mark Bergevin, what's going on, man. Right. But it, it's, it's at least this year, it's proven to be a very, very good addition to this team. And obviously this guy's going to be out for the foreseeable future. Joel Armia has been very, mm. very good as well. It's just unfortunate that he's on the COVID list. Oh, and my, let's, let's remind this as well. The Montreal Canadiens won that entire series against Vegas without their head coach who mm. was on the COVID list. And That's he wanted true. to be coaching the first two games, at least of the Stanley cup final. If Montreal is able to somehow go all the way and win the cup, this is the most incredible run in Montreal Canadiens history. This is better than 1993 in 93. E- e- even better than 71. Yeah. Oh, 100%. Goodness. Because nobody expected Montreal to even make the playoffs, let alone be in the that, cup that final. Is, that is true. And that if is it true, wasn't for right. Calgary losing six of their last seven games in the regular season, Montreal would be just like all of us sitting at home watching the Stanley Cup final. That's true. really what it is. But Calgary the, failed. Exactly. And look yeah. at Montreal. Look at how they built off of last year. Nobody thought that they were going to beat the Pittsburgh Penguins. I certainly thought they were going to, and they won in five or four. Right. I, forgot, I forgot how much it was. It was But five. they won that series, and they went the distance with the Flyers. They nearly went to the conference finals, the net or the second, at least the second round, or the third round of the bubble, because they decided to have an extra round of the playoffs, in the bubble. This was a team that was clearly on the rise. And this year, they got off to a shaky start. They fired Claude Julian. They brought in their assistant head coach on an interim basis, mind you. And I'm pretty sure that he's going to become the head coach after this year. Yep. There's yep. no question about it. But whether they, this, whether they win the cup or not, he's coming back. Oh yeah. Yeah. I think hundred percent. I don't think that they want to shake anything up and it just shows that the Montreal Canadians are a team that when you have the juju going, there isn't much you can really do to stop it. And if they don't right. have it going on in the play in the finals, they're not going to have much success against this Tampa team. But if they have it going continuously in the cup final, no matter how good Tampa really is, the, the Lightning do not have a prayer of winning the series. They don't because it's just going to be like that. And once Carey Price gets settled in, and believe me, he'll get settled in, it's going to be very, very difficult for that Tampa Bay Lightning team. And yeah. mind you, this is a Tampa Bay Lightning team that is blatantly cheated. I mean, you got to call it like it is. $14 million over the salary cap. And they're somehow allowed to play in the playoffs because they found a loophole in the NHL rules that allows that that allowed them to have Nikita Kucherov on the IL literally the whole year. And then when the playoffs started, he's allowed to play, even though they were well over the salary cap. So, you know, this is a final that has a lot of different storylines. The biggest one to me, though, is that Carey Price has an opportunity to finally win a Stanley Cup. Yes. And if he he's already a Hall of Famer. But he yes. will be a first ballot Hall of Famer, no questions asked, if he wins a Stanley Cup. And he will go down as one of the greatest goaltenders in Montreal Canadiens history. He's certainly not at the level of Patrick Waugh or even Ken Dryden, 
but he certainly would end up being possibly the third greatest goaltender in Montreal Canadiens history. And the fact that this, this man who came from a such a very, very tiny, minuscule town in Canada and is one of the biggest names in hockey and has been one of the best goaltenders of this generation, for him to finally get an opportunity to, to do this is phenomenal. And he's four wins away from doing something that a lot of us thought was never possible for Carey Price, certainly in Montreal. So this is going to be a lot of fun to see. Austin is just very, very salty right now, <laughs> constantly shaking his head. Yeah, Vegas I, I, doesn't. Austin, you're and just once like... again, Vegas doesn't deserve anything. They don't deserve a team. They don't deserve to win anything. And I'm glad that they're not in the final because they flat out do not deserve it. Yeah, Austin, Austin you're, you're just like, I want no part of these finals. But explain to us, before, before I go on here, explain to us why you do not like these finals. Please explain yourself, sir. Do I have to? Yes, yeah. you do. Yes, you do. Please explain why you do not like these Stanley Cup finals this year. Please. Well, well I mean, it's the Canadians. You're, you're, you see my issue with them. You're, 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 you're still just salty about what happens. <laughs> it hurts. Uh, and then Tampa is just like, I don't, I just haven't liked them. Like, there's a few players that I could stand with them, but Tampa's just me. <laughs> I mean, you know what? That explanation is better than none at all. I'll take because it. We all know it should. We all know. Realistically, it should have been Vegas and Tampa. Mm, well, because Montreal shouldn't have even been in our division. I mean, they weren't in your division. They, 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 they were. you talking about? They were. They were. Well, they were in your about, division. Let's think about it this way, though. They were in the. They were in the Scotia North for crying no, out loud. Come on. Let's think about it this way, though. If this was a regular season and we oh, didn't we have go. all this division, oh my god! Just, just, just tune him out. He's just complaining <laughs> because because he's upset that the NHL didn't didn't rig it again in their favor. And uh, you know what? You it's know, okay. Austin, we'll come back swinging next year. I'm, no, you won't. I'm not. I'm not concerned. Well, I, no, you, let, no, you let, should let me say this, Austin. I'll, you I'll, spoke I'll, about I'll say it, it again when we, when we had the slap shot sweethearts on several weeks ago. We were previewing the playoff. You said it yourself. If they don't get it done this year, they are screwed. Yeah, we we all we all said it. We all said it. I said it. I said if they don't win it this year or next year, they're screwed. Period. And I told you that if they don't win it this year, they're screwed. Because guess what? Despite the fact that, mind you, they don't have to be involved in the expansion draft because oh, they're an expansion team, which is bullshit. Yeah. Excuse my language, which is bullshit. No, no, it is for a while now. But you know what? There's a flat cap for the next four years. Good luck trying to keep all the players that you have that are in their mid to late 30s. Yep, yep. Once and you again, know what? You know what? Again, you know what? Vegas fans have to experience the frustration that every single franchise in the NHL has dealt with at one point or another. Being embarrassed, having opportunities, and not getting them done. Yep. And nobody just gets a cup walking in as the new kids on the block. Five year, that's how our uh, five years of, of this team has gone. Right, you have yeah, you haven't experienced missing the playoffs. You haven't experienced missing the playoffs. Year one, we make it all the way. We get embarrassed by uh, Ovi. The Capitals. We got embarrassed by Ovi single-handedly. Year two. Look at that, year two. San Jose. Yeah, San, San, yeah, San, San Jose. Jose bounced you out. The, the five, After you had a 3-1 series lead, mind you. And you had a lead major. in game seven and also blew it. Exactly, the five-minute the five major. Yep, exactly. Yep. Year three, year three was the bubble. 
lost to Dallas. Not only did they lose to Dallas, they lost to five. We lost the five to Dallas. And they were they were so outplayed. It and was a joke. Year, and then this, this, year, this year we make the conference finals again. Get bounced out by Montreal. It's just it's how it's working. It, yeah. And, and there will eventually, said, and there eventually be a point that. where Vegas will not be good enough to even make the playoffs, and then they will know how it feels. Exactly. And, and I said exactly. it to you guys off air. I expected Vegas to lose. That was Did the thing. You? Yes, I told you guys that night. I said Vegas is going to lose. Mm. Oh wait, actually, actually, I I do remember you saying that. Yes, I, I, I had that. said it, and I'm like, I knew it was coming. It was just the way it happened didn't feel right. Right? Ooh. Yeah. No, that's the overtime. That's, that's the overtime loss coming out of the net to try and beat the play didn't feel right. Mm, no, that's that, that's a fair point you make. And look, I get it. I get it. You're upset. Hey, it's okay to be upset, but. There's no need to be this salty. Come on. <laughs> but anyway, though, it, it also is. Like I said, I'm, I'm here rooting for Tampa because they got Pat Maroon. Pat Maroon's going three in a row. Come on, yeah. Pat Maroon. That'll, that'll, be so, that'll be something for his career, I'll tell you that. And speaking of which, let's get the Tampa's point of view here for the finals. We already discussed enough about the Canadians. We all know what, what great of a story they have been this season. But for Tampa Bay, listen, say what you want about them cheating. Take the cheating out of it. If they have a chance to repeat as Stanley Cup champions this year, think about what that means for that organization, given the fact that we've been calling them chokers, choke artists, for the past how many years, and after them getting absolutely embarrassed back in 2019 by an eight-seeded Columbus Blue Jackets team, who, by the way, swept them in four games. Timeout, timeout, timeout. There's only an there's an answer to uh, how they're winning this year. Is there is there though? What's the answer? Stamkos and Kucherov. Oh my God. And Vasilevsky. <laughs> well, look, look, hey, listen. I'll tell you what. You may say that, but what have we said about the Edmonton Oilers? They have well, two yeah. terrific hockey well, players you know in Connor McDavid and Leon Draisaitl. You know they are not a good hockey team. You understand the difference between Dreisaitl and Dreisaitl McDavid and the Stamkos Kucherov. Stamkos and Kucherov hardly miss their shots. I I get that, but my point is, it can't just be two people. It's got to be a full team effort here. Everybody's got to step it up. Not just those two players. Kucherov and Stamkos. We've seen other people like Pilat and Point step their game up this season. Like. No one expected Braden Point to really kick it in the gear like he did. No, no, I, 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 to- I totally get that. But why are you point, smoking? My, my, wait, my, what? My wait, point what? Is, you, you mean to tell me that nobody oh, saw that Braden Point was going to have the season that he did? I fully expected the way he played. The way he played last year in the playoffs and the way that he finished the year, he's clearly a guy that is on the rise to be one of the top players in the league. Brandon points, but Brandon points been on fire these playoffs. But you guys are acting like you didn't expect it. I'm saying you just said that. I I expected it absolutely. No, you didn't. You just said a second ago that you didn't expect it. Beginning, I was reacting reacting to what Austin said. I wasn't reacting to you. Beginning of the year, Brandon Point started off very slow. So everybody had thought, oh, he's not really going to do much this year, and here he was coming into the playoffs. This fucking 
And it doesn't surprise me because he's honestly their best player right now. No, he is. He he's is very solid. No, he's question. their best player. But I, no question. Like I, like I said before, you know, yeah, Jimmy wants to throw out the cheating. I don't. I don't want to throw it out because the reality is, is that it's true. The reality is, is that you want to talk about trying to be fair, right? And we obviously know that in sports, nothing is fair. We've seen that in every sport that we can think of. Because, you know, it's like the old saying goes, if you're not cheating, you're not trying. Like, let's right. just call it like it is. Right. We knew that going into this offseason, that Tampa was going to have some trouble finding a way to keep a lot of their talent. We thought that Mikhail Sergachev was definitely gone. And they somehow, somehow were able to keep him. Mm. And then you look at Kucherov. He had to get surgery before the season began. And Tampa was already over the salary cap. And they somehow they somehow were still okay to play once he started. Oh, and then they traded for Savard to put them even more over the salary cap. And the NHL clearly didn't do anything. They didn't try to do any. Why should they? Mm -hmm. Why should they? And the issue is simply this. When you look at, when you look at the first round against Florida, there were some people, including myself, that felt like Florida was capable of knocking them off. And honestly, oh, yeah. there were some moments where it looked like that because yep. Tampa did not look comfortable. Yeah. And then I forgot who they played. They played Carolina in the second round. Yes. And Carolina was just – there's just no match. They yeah. still need help goaltending-wise. Now, maybe they figured it out with Nadelkovich, but they still need to have a good backup behind they need them. A backup for him, yeah. we'll, see, we'll see what they want to do with that. And then you go into the conference finals, and again, you're facing the New York Islanders. And the Islanders just about knocked them off. The Islanders yeah. should have knocked them off. They, they, they were they this close. Knocked them off. They were one game away from having a Stanley Cup final in Nassau. Imagine the crowd there if that yep. was possible. Are you kidding me? Yep. But the reality is, is that you also do have to give credit to an extent where credit is due. This is a very talented Tampa Bay Lightning team. Yes. This is the closest that we have to a super team. If you really, really want to look at it, it's about the closest that we can get in the NHL comparatively to what you see in the NBA. This is the closest yep. you're going to get because you have Kucherov, Stamkos, Braden Point, Palat, Victor Hedman. You even have Ryan McDonough, who's been playing very well since he got to Tampa. Yeah, he has. And you have Andre Vasilevsky, who's one of the top three goaltenders in the NHL right now. And you also have John Cooper, who's a very, very good head coach. Very, very good. Yep. So they have a very deep team. And they have one of the scariest third lines I've ever seen. You know, with the likes of Blake Coleman, who really has taken his game to another level and should get between six, seven million dollars on his next contract during this offseason. I'm and I fully you. expect it to be from the Dallas Stars. I'm with mind you. you. I fully expect 100%. it to be Dallas. But I will just say this for Tampa Bay's perspective. They got to, you know, whether they win the cup or not, the reality is, is that this may be, or even possibly next year might be the last chance that they have with this yep. group. Because eventually they're going to have to move people. They have to. They have no choice. Financially, they have no choice. Now, they'll lose probably a contract like Tyler Johnson in the expansion draft, which, I mean, I don't think that they're going to care about that, but eventually they're going to have to make moves just to be in salary cap situation because the NHL is not going to allow this to continue. But when you look at this, this final coming up, I think the Canadians and lightning met in the playoffs. I want to say three, four years ago and the lightning beat them in four or five. Like they just dominated them. Yep. Um, but the Montreal Canadians are a lot better than people really understand. And you know what? You know what? I don't think the Lightning are physically prepared for what the Habs are going to bring. 
I really don't. Ooh. I know they have Pat Maroon. I know they have. Do they? I think they still have Zach Bogosian. They still have Bogosian, or am I dreaming? No, Bogosian's over on uh, Toronto now. Yeah, Toronto, thank right? You, okay. Thank I, knew, you, thank I knew he was some. I knew he was some on uh, one team that's in blue. I knew it was one of them. <laughs> uh, well, he's been on the Blues, Lightning, and um, Maple Leafs. So I guess we Bro, know what his favorite Bro. color is. Um, <laughs> but they have, you know, they have that. But then, but look at the way Montreal has won games. They don't always score a whole lot. I mean, they've had some games that score a lot of goals, but they've also won a lot of really close games. And a lot of it has to do with the physicality. Now, you got to take out, obviously, the injury to John Tavares because that wasn't, you know, obviously that that was a freak accident and that should not have happened. Um, But the amount of times that the Canadians have just worn down their opponents, even Vegas, Vegas at times just looked worn down from playing Montreal. And the problem is, is that you have a team that likes to do a lot of dump and chase. And yep. the, the, the advantage to the Montreal Canadiens is that when you do dump a chase, they can get their big boys in there to come in and slam and just hit somebody against the boards. And I think that that's something that they have to, you know, when you talk about it from a Tampa Bay perspective, have to be prepared for. They have to be prepared for that physicality. If they're not ready for it, Montreal is just going to outwork them because I'm not saying that the Tampa Bay Lightning are not a team that's going to give it 100%. What I'm telling you is that the Canadians are going to give 110% every single play. They're going to come out and give it everything every game because that's how they play. They go very north and south, and they're very much a dump and chase team, and they have a lot of young speed. Nick Suzuki, Cole Caulfield, Tyler Toffoli. They have guys that are very, very good. Oh, and I just want to say, don't be surprised if guys like Eric Stahl and even Corey Perry make some pretty big contributions in this series because they're going to need their third and fourth line to come in and make some big-time plays. But the biggest thing to me is simply this, goaltending. That's the biggest matchup we have in the series. Andre Vasilevsky yes. against Carey Price. Mm. And when you look at Vasilevsky, Vasilevsky is a guy that you can't go low on him. You can't. You can't shoot low on him. He doesn't give up goals low. You yeah, have you, to go you, high. You, you, you got to go top shelf on him. You period. have to go high as much as you can. Now, that's easier said than done. It's not easy to necessarily do it in a split second. With Carey Price, the problem is simply this. You have to just hope that he's having an off game because once he start, once he makes about five to ten saves early on in the game, he's locked in. Yeah, he's very much locked in. You don't see him have bad games every, you know, a lot. He especially when you get in the playoffs. And we talked about Carey Price before. In a seven game series, you you have a pretty good chance with Carey Price, even at 36, 37 years of age. He's still a very very talented goaltender. And you look at this and you say. If Carey Price gets going, there isn't much Tampa Bay can do. They're going to get frustrated. They're going to, you know, and you were, and Austin, you brought up a very good point. You look at Kucherov and Stamkos, they don't miss a lot of their shots, but they're going to have a lot of shots that are going right on net. They're not going to miss wide or anything, but if they're not going in, it's going to be very, very frustrating. And you don't want Tampa Bay has to hope they don't end up like Vegas where one or two of their big name guys just flat out don't show up. Yeah. They're just not scoring at all because if that happens, Montreal's got them in spades, and, and it's going to be a very, very short so that series. The thing with, that's the you're thing. right. Going back to what you were saying about Carey Price, after he makes five or so saves, he's locked in. And we saw it with Vegas. Vegas was having 40-something shots on net on in the games where Montreal had like 20 or something, and it all was because Carey Price sat there, but he was locked. And it always seemed like – it wasn't even our forwards that could score. Our forwards were always getting shut down. It was – for some reason, a defenseman almost every time. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Which is, which is kind of which was kind of concerning because 
it shouldn't hand up like that. It should be one of our forwards, not the defenseman. We leave the defenseman back there for a reason. <laughs> right. That's a fair point. That's a fair point. Yeah, but you also know there's a you also know there's an issue when Braden McNabb scores on Carey Price. <laughs> well, yeah, it's 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 again one of those things where it's like Carey Price is so locked in that sometimes it's a guy you don't expect that ends up scoring on him. It's yep, usually yep. and it's usually something strange. I mean, for Braden McNabb, I mean, do you think he expected to score a goal at all? Nope. Let alone against Carey Price, probably not. But one thing I did want to mention too, um, and I think Sportsnet shared this a little while ago, um, oh. is about Cole Caulfield. Oh. Let me just tell you, this this man has had one of the most impressive one years, and it's not even over yet, of any player in sports. Think about this. January 5th, he won the gold medal with Team USA at the 2021 World Championships, World oh. Junior Championships. Oh. March 16th, played the Big Ten Championship game with Wisconsin. April 9th, named the 2021 Hobie Baker Award winner and made his pro hockey debut with the Laval Rocket. April 26th, made his NHL debut with the Montreal Canadiens. May 1st, scored his first NHL goal in overtime against the Ottawa Senators. May 24th, made his Stanley Cup playoffs debut in Game 3 against the Maple Leafs. June 28th, making making his Stanley Cup final debut. And in his first three rounds, he's played 15 games, four goals, five assists. I mean, I'm going to be very honest with you. If it wasn't for Carey Price and even Nick Suzuki, Cole Caulfield would be number one on my list for Conn Smythe. I'm not even joking. He's actually been that big for this team. I'm I'm, I'm with you. I I mean, yes, to a point. But when you look at it, a lot of his contribution is because of his line mate. Nick Suzuki, right? Well, yes, but that's yes. but that's what I was saying. If you it wasn't a point, for, if it wasn't for Price and Suzuki, I have a right. reason to believe if Suzuki wasn't there to match his speed, he wouldn't be doing what he's doing right now. Right. If that that's another up, that's another very that's fair, fair point. point. Yeah, no, that's yeah. that's 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 very very valid. I I you have to you have to have two people that have are about the same speed in order to do what those two are doing. And I mean, I said it when Chandler Stevenson came back, I was like, finally, we have our speed back. Even just having Chandler Stevenson back, that wasn't enough speed to shut down what we needed to shut down because his line mates in patch ready and stone are not that quick. So you have your centerman just flying and you've got your two wingers just kind of hanging back because they're not that fast. Well, the, the, at least they're not as fast as they used to be. Yeah, and you can't have that. You have to have – there needs to be the ability to be there with your line mate to set up for if there's a two-on-one or something. You're right. You don't, you don't want the defender to come and get a chance to break up that two-on-one. Right. right. Yeah, and that, that brings up my point earlier about has to it has to take an entire team effort, not just one or two guys – Everybody's got to help you. You got to have your wingmates help you. You got to defend your goaltender, et cetera, et cetera. You have to have all these things happen in order for you to make these type of playoff runs. And from what I've seen from the Montreal Canadiens this season, they have that formula where they can knock off Tampa Bay. And look, I'm sure everybody is probably placing a lot of bets on Montreal right now. And hey, I don't blame you. They have the formula to do it. But Tampa Bay is a high-power team with, I get it, they have Stan Coke, they have Kucherov, they have Braden Point, I get it. But 
if the entire team does not help them, they are going to be screwed no matter what they do in these finals, period. But anyway, with all that being said, let's get into our official picks here. Now, I put up a poll on social media, and as we stand right now, 75% are taking Montreal. 25% are taking Tampa. You know what? I can't say I'm surprised by that result because, look, like we pointed out before, Montreal has the formula. Tampa Bay's trying to repeat, and they have, they have the potential to do it. I get it. But before I make my pick, I'm going to have the boys here give their picks first, and I'm going to start with Austin. I want to say the sweep. I really do. Just because I've got that much faith in Tampa. <laughs> But I'm going to say Tampa in five. Tampa in oh, five games. Wow. Okay. Five games. That's uh, that's pretty bold there, and, man. I kind of like it. And when my man Pat Maroon gets that three-peat, mm, it'll be okay. I mean, there's – look, if if he three-peats as a, as a Stanley Cup champion, my goodness. I mean, that'll mean a whole lot, I, I, that'll I, mean I, a whole lot to his career. I was going to say I should bet one of you guys, but you know. So Austin has Tampa in five. Neil? Montreal in six. Aha. I like it. I expect that at some point, Carey Price is going to have to steal a game in Tampa. Yes. And whether that's game one, two, or five, he's going to have to do that. There's going to become a moment in this series where one of these two goaltenders is going to have to have the game of their life. Like they're going to have to make 45, 50 saves. And I feel like it would be more likely it's going to be Carey Price simply because Tampa has a lot more offensive firepower and they're going to come at them with 40 plus shots. I mean, they're going to average something along the lines of 35, 40 shots a game in this series. So there's going to have to be a moment where Carey Price is really just standing on his head and Montreal is able to just hold on and win a close game, and that's what they need. And I will say this right now. Tampa doesn't want to go down, you know, either be down somehow 2 nothing or tied one game apiece going to Montreal. Because Absolutely. with that raucous crowd, even if it's not at full capacity, is going to be very, very interesting. Because think about it. Montreal has the entire country of Canada supporting them. Not just Montreal itself, the entire nation. Now, you could say this, you could say it's U.S. versus Canada. And I mean, theoretically, yeah, it is. Yeah. (laughs) But when you look at this situation, it really is just Tampa Bay versus the entire country of Canada. That's what it is here. And you have two completely different hockey cultures. The Sunshine State, which has become title town the last couple of years. And then you have you know, Montreal and Canada who haven't seen a Stanley cup in their home country in nearly 30 years. Yep. And that's something that is very, very fascinating to me. And I believe that the Canadians will continue to ride the wave of momentum. And I think that they are capable of winning this series. And I think if anybody is capable of slowing down, not stopping, but slowing down this high powered offense, that is the Tampa Bay lightning. It's this Montreal Canadians team. And I think that they're going to do it. So give me the Canadians to win this series six games i like it my man i like it now our guy the og andrew huntington says yep. tampa in six he says he likes steven stamkos and nikita kucherov to get the job done and he's praying 
that Patrick Maroon wins his third consecutive Stanley Cup, just like Austin here. So Andrew has Tampa in six. And of course, it's always up to me to settle everything because what else do I do on this show? But anyway, but no, listen, in all seriousness, like I said before, I love this matchup. I do. I think it would mean a lot. Again, if you don't want to take the cheating away from Tampa, I get it. I'm not going to judge you for it. You do you. Me personally, I'm taking the cheating away just for the sole purpose of the fact that repeating as cup champions for this Tampa team would mean so much to that organization, considering the fact that we've been called them choke artists for the past five plus years. All right. I mean, well, we haven't been calling them that the last year because they got over the hump. Well, yes, I'm I'm saying repeating, repeating as cup champions would mean a lot. Well, that whole, that whole thing about them being cheaters is gone. So if they lose this series, nobody's going to call them that. I don't true. expect anybody to call them that because they've no, already no, gotten over the hump. True. Well, that's them, true. That's Stanley true. Back-to-back Stanley Cups. To win back-to-back Stanley Cups in the, in the salary cap area is impressive despite the fact that they're cheating. But, you know, <laughs> nobody's going to talk about that, will they? Right. Well, well, probably probably not. But anyway. They're not the Houston Astros. <laughs> oh, God, don't get me started. That's another rant for another episode. What's the difference? But yeah, My exactly. question is, what's the difference? Exactly. That's my point. Exactly. There is no difference. <laughs> there is none. <laughs> but anyway, so look, me taking the cheating aside, it would mean a lot for Tampa. And from Montreal's standpoint, again, haven't even sniffed the championship in nearly 30 years, like Neil said. It would mean a ton if the, if the entire country of Canada won a championship as Austin is getting goosebumps, I see, from me talking about this. No, I'm just <laughs> waiting for you to make your decision. It's good. Well, well here it is. Canadians in six. I'm with Neil. I, I think Montreal's going to get it done. I really, really do. I think they have the He formula. just likes to jump on the bandwagon, Austin. It's fine. <laughs> no, just... in, all, in all honest to God seriousness, I believe in this Montreal team. I really, really do. I think they can get the job done. Carey Price is finally going to get his Stanley Cup. He's going to become a first ballot Hall of Famer. I just believe in that entire team, especially their youth with Suzuki and Caulfield and all those other guys. I believe in them. And the fact that they didn't even have their coach for a major- well, for pretty much the whole third round, and they're not even going to have him for at least the first two games of these finals, and with the way they're playing says a lot about the chemistry of this Montreal Canadiens team. And again, need I remind everybody, this Canadiens team barely made the playoffs. But need the I remind Rangers you, were a point ahead of them. Montreal gets I, in, and look where they are now. They have a chance to win their first Stanley Cup in nearly 30 years. But need I remind you, they're also me- missing one of their key components. Mm. Missing Joe Arm, Missing Armia is going to be kind of rough. I mean, I mean, yeah, it is, but he was a very is, but, he was a very big boomer, we'll say. <laughs> boomer. A boomer. But no, listen. Like he, he was laying bodies out in the Vegas series. So That's to true. lose one of your key hits, like to lose somebody that hits a lot, that's going to take a big hit. And well, no, yeah, you, you definitely missed the physical presence. I 100 And I mean, I'm gonna say the same. I, I was gonna say the same thing about Vegas because we didn't play Reeves at all that series. We played him maybe once. Right. And so missing that key mm, mm. is definitely going to hurt them. 
No, I, I, you, you make a fair point. You definitely missed that physical part of the team. I 100% get that. But to me, even without Armia, I still think the Canadians are going to get the job done and the country of Canada will finally be a country of champions once again. No disrespect to our country, US of A, but I just think Montreal is the better team in this series. I really, really do. Give me the Canada. Canadians in six games. Canada, we love you, but after you decided to flip a cop car, I don't think you should give the team the cup. <laughs> I mean, that's that's yeah. Like, do do better things besides riot when you win. But I digress. Yeah, honestly, there. like if you would have lost, I would have understood. But right, on. you won and you flipped a cop. I mean, car. look, we're we're not encouraging that, but we would have understood if they lost. If you win. That, that pretty much means Look nothing. the fans in Vegas. Did they riot? No, they were just like, yeah, it's okay. We'll go get it next year. <laughs> right, we'll go drink a when, few when more the Lake, When the Lakers won all those championships, the, they rioted. And yeah. that means nothing. Why were you rioting? You won. Exactly. <laughs> but no, anyway. It makes no sense. <laughs> but look, all jokes aside, Neil and I both have Montreal in six. Austin has Tampa in five. And our guy, Andrew Huntington, has Tampa in six. Who do you have taken Lord Stanley back home? Let us know on Twitter and Instagram. And as a matter of fact, on all social media at bottom line WMCX. Follow Neil on Twitter at the MVP show and on Instagram at MVPQB11. And follow Austin on all social media at Mr. Taco BLP. And if you want to leave us an opinion, just be sure to use the hashtag bottom line on social media. And as always, please drop a like and a comment down below. If you're watching on YouTube, and please make sure you subscribe, hit the bell. So you don't miss that episode and subscribe on all audio listening platforms. Just include Jimmy when searching for this podcast. And Austin is shaking his head, telling you to pretty much not do anything to this podcast. But I, I mean, I, I mean, I could, I could be Neil and tell him to do it or not. <laughs> I mean, they don't have to. Exactly. It's a free country. They're allowed to do whatever they want. On that note, that'll wrap it up for us. Neil and I have Canadians in six. Austin's got Tampa in five. This is going to be a fun fun finals, at least to Neil and I. For Neil Pilipiano and for Mr. Taco, I'm Jimmy Fidesi. This is the Bottom Line Podcast, and we will see you in the next episode. Peace, and enjoy the Stanley Cup finals. Come on, Pepper, get three. <laughs>